This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Why does it take so long these days? Not even live yet. There we go. Takes forever. We should probably restart this computer sometime this month or, or century or I, I don't know, but sometime around there. Welcome to the WAN show, everyone. Linus is not here this week, as you guys know, because he's away on a vacation where he's cleaning his house the whole week. So that's super exciting. We have some really interesting news. Google Stadia. We will Hello? probably talk about that for. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi. I'm going to go the opposite and be super up right now. <laughs> Google Stadia, the future of gaming. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What else? Uh, we've got Samsung Galaxy Fold creases. Yeah. That's kind of brutal. Increasingly obvious. Oh. oh! And the Epic Game Store is such a big deal that Steam is redesigning their interface to not look like dinosaur bones. Wow. Wild. It's looked the same since I was born, so... Roll the intro! Yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought I was, I was gonna, gonna fall. Say, you, did you almost die? My legs caught me. Oh, nice. I clenched hard enough. <laughs> ah, it feels good to do a, a gnaw show. A gnaw show? It's been a while. When was the last time you were open? Ages. Ages ago. Savage Jerky. Savage Jerky. And Madalena. How many sponsors? So wow. many. What? There we go. Ha! Does yeah, it, man. Hold on. Does this work? What? Someone screwed with the scenes a little bit. That Ooh. does work, though. So yeah, I haven't been on the WAN show since, like, when you were working at your house more than here. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you wouldn't be in... Oh, wait, no. I don't know. I still do that on Fridays. Well, it's been a while. So, float plane starts at, like, 8 a.m., which is insane for me, but I'm trying to make it work. Um, so then... Jaden, the only guy who's currently local, likes starting at 8 a.m. because mm. then he's done work relatively early it in the day. Sounds good to me. So on Fridays, when I have to do WAN show, I usually want to start a little later because mm -hmm. I'm going to have to do WAN show anyways. So then he just stays at home. So I just stay at home. But then I still have to start early because we have weekly meetings on Fridays. And people are in different time zones? Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> it works out. It's fine. But <laughs> anyways, well. uh, should we just jump right into Stadia? Yeah. Because I think this might, like, take a bit. There's elements to this. There's, there, yeah. Have you heard of Google Stadia, guys? It was announced this week at the Game Developers Conference. It's a, it's a streaming, it's a game streaming platform by Google. It doesn't suck as much as the ones of the past. Give it a chance. Hear us out. It yeah. might actually be awesome. Although I have heard... I don't know enough about this. Okay. And I think you're going to be notably more informed than I am. I hope not. But I, <laughs> but I have heard that uh, there's huge input lag compared to traditional gaming. Not, well, not compared to other cloud services, but compared yeah. to traditional gaming. Well, I read um, the hands-on experience that they had at Digital Foundry. They played with a, a beta one a few months ago, and then they played with the, the new one this week. And they said... Well, they, they give you some numbers, actually. It's source three in the document. Okay. There's a table halfway down. And um, 
it looks like it's comparable to console gaming. Okay. Yeah. And they were playing, uh, what they were playing was an Assassin's Creed game, and they were playing at 1080p 30 frames a second. So had it been 60 frames a second, 60 FPS, then it could have actually had lower latency than when you're playing on the Xbox. Mm. But there's a bunch of little caveats in the article. You know, like they're using a Wi-Fi connection that's probably bonkers. They can't account for the... Why uh, are they using a Wi-Fi connection? It was, they do, didn't have control over where they got to play it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was that Google's own thing, I think. So it looks like latency, including display lag, uh, for Google Stadia, well, Google Stadia latency seems to be 166 regardless. Google Stadia on 15 megabit per second seems to be 188 milliseconds regardless. Um, That's supposed to be like a worst case scenario one, I think, according to Google. It did say there's asterisks on the uh, latency not including display lag for both of Google's. The first asterisk says the Stadia tests were carried out at a Google connection, on a Google connection versus our stream tests in the wild on a 200 megabit per second connection. However, the Stadia tests included display latency on a Pixel Book, which we cannot measure, and were carried out via Wi-Fi networking. It's a really weird setup. But I guess it's part of their point of like, you can do it anywhere on any device. Yeah, but it's just hard because they only have one data point right now. They're, yeah. They are only got to play one game in this one setup. Well, I guess they have two data points. They got to play a earlier version of the game before but it wasn't on like the final kind of uh, ecosystem of like hardware stacks. So. Were you saying this testing was done by Digital Foundries? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because it's on Eurogamer, so I just wasn't sure. Um, but Digital Foundries, if they only have one data point, they're not going to be happy with that, so I'm sure we'll see more coverage from them eventually. Um, it does look, as, as one would probably suspect, the input lag on PC, especially above 30 FPS, is, is much lower. Um, but this but, is how, this is how it's going to start off. Though. Exactly, it's like a It'll get better. It's a disruptive technology in yeah. the in the formal sense, in like the actual definition of the world word. Where gamers today are like, what's possible with good gaming hardware is way over serving what's necessary for a lot of gamers. And all Stadia needs to do is compete with that point. It only needs to be good enough for a lot of people. It doesn't yeah. have to be better than the top of the top. And Eventually, once people start using it and the technology matures, it, it'll edge closer and closer until it's just, there's just no reason, no practical reason to, to game the way that we game today. One really interesting thing to me is Google Stadia's with uh, display lag and without display lag is the same as Xbox One X with display lag included, which is like, you have to include display lag, so whatever. But that's going to depend on what display. And it looks like that display had a notable amount of lag. But still, you're getting extremely close, if not tied, to an Xbox One X. Yeah, what they said in their, in their article is that the, the person reviewing it was very familiar with the Xbox version of this Assassin's Creed title. Okay. And they didn't have any, like, based on muscle memory, feeling of like, oh, this sucks. Mm. It, it seemed really similar for them. So what did you read where the latency was awful? Well, I read 166. And I... I'm a snob oh, who I see. games at high fresh rates. And yeah, okay. To me, on PC with a ridiculous computer and a ridiculous monitor, I'm like, that is far too slow for me. Right. Um, but looking at these numbers, especially if you're coming from console, that actually sounds pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. um, There's so many aspects of this that are so different and cool that I'm, I'm excited about. 
I think it's pretty wild because I, I have always hated the idea of like powerful GPUs and laptops. I've basically always hated that as like something that I would purchase on my own. Why? Because you think it's just like totally negates the whole reason to have a laptop? Pretty much. It's like, wow, well, why don't I just carry around this 25 pound freaking brick with gets, two external yeah, power Yeah, two bricks. external power supplies. Yeah. It's a million pounds. They're usually way too thick. They get wicked hot. They're just kind of ridiculous. They're loud. Um, yeah. And then the external docks came out and I was like, that's a really cool solution. I like that, but it's still a little clunky and it never... Well, it's not really portable then. Yeah. You're talking about a GPU enclosure? Yeah. That's good for... I don't know. It's good for having a desktop where you come in. Hey, now I'm at home. It's nice that you could at least like reduce some devices and still have a gaming machine and like whatever else. It was like kind of a cool option, but it didn't solve all the problems. And they're really expensive. They're really expensive. Uh, it doesn't solve the portability problem. There's still some other issues. With this, you could game on your phone. You have a Pixel Book, like they said. Android devices. Like it, it enables a lot of different options, which is super cool. I'm still. I I have like my own opinion problem things with this. From a technical standpoint, I think it's freaking fantastic. Super cool, I'm really interested to see where it goes from that aspect. I don't even like the idea of purely digital games with our current setup. Oh man, there's so many angles to cover here. So like, <laughs> the idea of removing that much more from you is a little You mean from crazy. like an ownership perspective? Yes, and yeah. Because like, I, I've always hated the idea of, um, like Origin has a thing now, I don't remember what it's called, but you pay for like a year at a time and you get access to basically all games on Origin. All of EA's yeah. games on Until Origin. you don't re-up. Until then you don't re-up. And just turn the tap And off, you right? lose all of them. And that just seems completely insane to me. It, uh, I don't know. It's just it's subscribing that. versus buying. It's renting. You're leasing Origin it. Origin access. Yeah, Do yeah. you think this is a generational opinion? Well, you think kids who grow up in this subscription model world are they don't care and you've got like an old school opinion? I think they might be more used to it because of we're gonna get real deep right here real quick. Mm. But I <laughs> think... tell me about your mother. Your relationship <laughs> with... How did how did your mom and dad meet? Um, no, I, I our generation and below is having an extremely hard time owning anything. Mm -hmm. um, whether there's things in place stopping us. Are from you talking about real things. estate now? <laughs> Real estate, cars, almost anything. It has become way more difficult for our generation to own things. Hmm. And things have come in to help us deal with not owning things. Yeah. And if you just have to pay for a subscription, that one time per year cost is probably going to be a lot easier to It's digest. really interesting how uh, all these different dimensions converge. You've got, you've got the economic realities of yeah. being a millennial or Gen Z. Yeah. You've got the new business models that totally enable. The, yeah. You've got the consumer culture, the sense of entitlement, the, the, the uh, convenience culture of wanting things right now, and they all kind of just work together to make this perfect storm of what we've, what we're, where we're headed to. That's, it gets way freaking deeper, yeah. But that's, <laughs> but that's like, it's like, it's not just Google Stadia, that's the problem, is like now we're talking about like the, the human condition of now. Yeah. And it's like yeah. kind of okay. nuts. <laughs> okay, well let's start talking about the positives <laughs> of gaming stream, like, there. It's really cool that it enables you to do stuff. Like, I love the idea that I could play Civ on my phone. And yeah. Like, and that's wicked. And you can play Civ on a Switch, but it's not the full game. So being able to play Civ on my phone is pretty sick. It might This might legitimately enable a wider range of devices. Do you know how many games is... That's going to be up to developers to decide how... or you know, allow you to play it all these different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So there could, is it true that there could be a game on Stadia where I can only play this on my laptop or TV, I can't pick this up on my phone? 
Or is it going to be a requirement that they have to be on all of them? I have no clue, personally. I wouldn't be surprised if developers were able to restrict you to some degree because they don't want people to have outwardly negative experiences. Yeah. Because you try to play, like, a a highly complicated game that requires a huge amount of variable uh, inputs and, like, can't be done on console because you need a keyboard. And why would Google want Play it on your phone! Why would Google want to be like, "Mm, your game doesn't fit our mold so you can't be on our store they, yeah. they want to build up their library especially since isn't it like um, a linux kernel like games have to be kind of built or supported especially to it right yeah but i'm sure people are going to want to be on google stadia and will make their things work what do you think about the the fact that it's 10.7 teraflops or something like that it's i guess their their hardware stack which is powered by amd is is as powerful as a ps4 pro and an xbox one x combined does that mean much in it, when your game's streaming? Um, well, yeah, because you're not going to want... It does mean a lot, because even on consoles right now, you have dips, uh, which, like, why well, can't I remember the name of them right now? They're the people who ran the tests for this. Digital Foundry? Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry has done tons of different tests on, like, uh, graphical dips in different console games and PC games and whatever. Just hitching when a new when region loads or something like that. It's actually super interesting. Digital Foundry Channel is fantastic. You should check them out on YouTube. We've been saying them a lot, so we might as well mm. give them a shout-out. I didn't know um, they had a YouTube channel. Yeah. I only yeah, ever yeah. read their print stuff. This dude, <laughs> he hosts it. <laughs> um, let's see. One second. So, because I would think that the bottleneck really is going to be your internet connection. Because, it, you know, it's capable of 4K60... But then if you only have, I think, 25 megabits a second, then you're going to be down to 1080 probably. And if you only have, like, 15 megabits a second, then you're going to get scaled down further to 720 at, like, 30 FPS. There you go. Digital Foundry YouTube channel. Yeah, they are. They do some really, see, unsurprising. Google Stadia specs plus analysis, specs, analysis, and exclusive performance testing. I haven't watched this yet. I should. I will. Sounds good. Yeah, that'll be cool. But, yeah, they do, they do tons of really cool stuff, different dives into performance of different consoles, different games, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I Plus, think that's a cool name. Digital Foundry? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they... I think it's going to be important so that people can't criticize it as much. Because it's, be it's, it's a new, very different emergent technology type of thing. So a lot of people that are going to come out of the woodwork like me and try it and try to look for any possible thing that they can go after mm-hmm. to tear it down mm-hmm. because it sounds fantabular right now. So you're trying to find any negative thing about it. So if they can just crush the performance and make it so you're getting whatever frames they decide you're getting for that game at this latency all the time and it's going to be good all the time and even crazy things happening in the game isn't going to worsen your experience, um, I think the communication around it will be really good. I, I don't, in some ways, the optics and the negativity around it from existing gamers doesn't matter a whole lot. Because, again, it's generational. Where there's probably, I don't know the numbers, but I would guess that there's probably more people watching games than playing games. There's probably more people watching t- Twitch streams around the world than gaming in general. And I would think that. This technology is going to have so it's going to create a whole new wave of gamers. Gamer gaming will be bigger than ever. If you are, like I could I could imagine walking into my living room if I have Google Stadia and my wife's playing video games. It's like 
It's just so much more accessible. And I don't need all this hardware. It'll be so much cheaper. Well, okay, here's, here's another weird angle at it, talking about different generations and stuff like that. If we move out of North America, yeah, uh, there's, emerging markets. There's the whole like, PewDiePie versus T-Series things. India is coming online at yeah. an incredibly faster rate than before. If the devices that they have are a phone or a fairly low-end computer or something like that because they're just coming online for like the first time, this, if they can afford it, and maybe a lot of different pricing per region or something, I don't know, is probably a way easier way to get into gaming. Than For sure. Buying a gaming rig or buying a console and For at least three reasons. Multiple at least three reasons. Simplicity. You don't have yeah. to buy all that stuff. Um, you don't have to know about what you need to buy, especially in PC. No one knows. What, what do I need to buy? How much do I need to spend to play this game? Consoles make that a lot easier, but it's still an upfront investment, which is yeah. reason number two. You yeah. need to have $500 at a time. With this... You could, I, I don't, they haven't done any pricing announcements at all, but I assume it's going to be something similar to either like a, a Netflix model where you're just a subscription, or they could do it like they do with the Google movies um, where, you know, I'm going to pay $7 this month or I'm going to pay $7 to rent this game for two days or something. And you, just with that little amount of money you can play. And you don't even need to use their controller. And then the next reason, there's another one. It'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. Getting older here. While you're thinking about that, I, I do think some people are in, in chat are bringing this up, saying like, more people play this game at one time than are all of on Twitch. I think I think he's saying uh, there are more people that have watched games. I don't know. It's, there's basically there's just a whole ton of people that watch games and don't necessarily game. It's not an insignificant amount of people, and there's a lot of people even that I know that watch a significant amount of games and play a small amount of games. That doesn't mean there isn't a huge base of people that just play games all the time. Even forgetting that comparison, what I'm saying is I think that there are a lot more people in the world who could be gaming that aren't. Yeah. And this will get them in. Oh, yeah, the next reason was accessibility. They have integrated this with YouTube. So when you're playing, you, whenever you're playing, a stream that's 4K60 gets created. You can hit this button on the dedicated controller if you happen to use it, but you don't have to. That, yeah, you can that, use any current controller, keyboard, mouse, whatever setup you want. Unless you're playing on the Chromecast, in which case you need to have their controller. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, it's got a capture button on it, so you can start a stream. You can start streaming. And when, you, when you're on YouTube and you're watching someone stream, there will be, or even if you're just watching a trailer for a game on YouTube, there's going to be a, a button that says play. You can tap that button on your Android device or whatever, and Damn. apparently within a, as little as five seconds, you can be playing the game. Damn. That is crazy. If you're just on your computer, you're on your MacBook, you've never played a game in your life, and you're like, hey, what's this button do? And then suddenly, you're just gaming on a Mac? <laughs> That's crazy. You're watching this trailer, and you're like, this looks amazing. You press play, and you're like, it looks like junk. Um, yeah. <laughs> Plus, log in, sign in, sign yeah, up, yeah, yeah. all that crap. But uh, it's, it's a pretty cool premise. Another thing you can do is this, what's the actual name of this feature they've got? Um, CrowdShare, I think? Yeah, something like that. They have something where you can crowd play. So you can be watching a creator or a gamer streaming, and you can actually say, oh, I want to join their game and, oh, and, join, and join the queue if there's a queue. Or if you're watching a nobody, you can just jump in and game Oof. with them. That's, Oof. Hey, I'm one of those nobodies. <laughs> Do you stream? No. Oh, okay. But I have a YouTube channel that has no anythings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On my first stream. If anyone happens to watch and goes, oh, I want to play with James, they can. Nice. That's so cool. Nice. 
They have another thing called a state I think most share. Most people that have been streaming for a while would not want that feature. They they have all but, sorts of tools. Yeah. People probably turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably turn it off. <laughs> they have another thing called state share, which is, yeah, you can just uh, save your state in the game. Like I'm right here with mm. with these items. Um, you can send a link, and so someone just click, click that link, and then the game loads up, and they're like right where you are, and you can be like try to beat my time, or can you beat this? Can you pass this this puzzle? And that's super cool. That is actually pretty cool. A lot of people are bringing up as well that like, oh, internet's going to be a big problem. I think in a lot of areas it will be, in a lot of areas it won't be. Um, the internet's a big problem thing, I would assume, is going to mostly come from people who reside in the United States of America because y'all have horrible internet. Um, I've had a better time getting internet in Canada, which is That's crazy. Bigger. This is crazy talk. And has way less people. Than a lot of people that I know in the states. Really, it's wild. There are places in the states where that it's, it's good, fantastic. It's better. Yeah, where it's yeah. good, it's better yeah, than yeah. here. There's amazing places in the states for internet. There's also tons and tons and tons of terrible places in the states. Hmm. Australia is horrible. There are places that are really bad, but there's also places that are absolutely fantastic. Um, hopefully, things like data caps will eventually disappear because they're just exploitive, as far as I can tell. That's pretty much it. Um, and hopefully internet connections in general will get better. Um, if you want to look at how ridiculous internet is in the States, I don't remember all the details and I don't remember what it's called, but at one point in time, the U S government gave a whole whack ton of money to ISPs to set up a fiber backbone. And then they just didn't pretty wonderful. Kind of funny how that worked hmm. out. Um, but yeah, this it's in some places it's great. In some places it's terrible. Stadia will probably be a little bit better in the places that it is. Good, but if I remember correctly, it's 25 megabit per second, right? For the minimum? Yeah. I think you can go lower than that. Okay. I think you can go to 15 and have uh, 720. 15 to 25 megabit per second, though, I think quite a bit of people can get that. I'm starting to think about uh, just small businesses and emerging markets. Like, if you go to Philippines or something like that, or Thailand, there's internet cafes. PC bong. Exactly. There's internet cafes with, with desktop computers. Well, with this, they either won't have to provide any machines or they'll just provide basic like Chromebooks. And as long as they have good internet, it makes you've the, got a PC the cost of hosting that place a lot, a lot lower. You just need a bunch of Ethernet cables sticking out. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Let's see, like, let's go to Shaw. What is Shaw's like basic plan? I don't know. I'd like to know actually. Lately I've been thinking I should get Gigabit maybe. I don't think they have Gigabit. Um, oh, you've got to go to like Novaris or something. They're called. <laughs> no, I just want to see. I'm I'm going for like with if if your mom and dad don't care about the internet. Yeah. And you want to play Stadia. Is that called Lightspeed? I don't even know. Uh, really? Internet seventy five. Seventy five is like as low as you can go. On Shaw. Wow. I Man, and it's think still most people are gonna be okay. It's still fifty bucks, still 50 sixty five bucks a month. month. Kind of nuts. Man, I remember it used to be 30. Now it's like 120 for the good stuff. Wow. Hey, what about the controller? Have you seen the controller? I have. Are you interested in it? I hate it. What do you think? I absolutely hate it. The look, you mean? Um, I will hate using it. I can How do you it. know? Um, so I hate PlayStation controllers. I wish they would have put the thumbstick up by the right? D-pad. That is my only problem. I agreed. Stop! I don't know why they did that. Maybe it would look too much like an Xbox controller. I have 
fairly large hands, and I have no idea how people with fairly large hands place their hands on PlayStation controllers properly. Because with an Xbox controller, I can like offset both hands a little bit, and it works. Okay. I don't like controllers in general. Okay. I liked the Duke controller, which really? everyone hates because it's way too big. Everyone but in the, my family, my dad, my brother, the, and me, all love the Duke. Really, controller. but the buttons are pretty close together on a Duke. Like they're not spaced like the like those ones. That's fair. That but works. I liked how you grip it. Yeah. And where the thumbstick. This are is good stuff. information for me because I think we're gonna do a video on the Duke. Nice. Yeah. I don't Remember, have one anymore. We, they made we'll, a new one though. You can get we'll it. We'll find one. Really? Yeah. Oh, there's really a new Duke controller. New. That was. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, like, I think they made it as like a. Semi joke, semi like you can buy it to remember the past kind of. Oh, like, okay. I don't think it was a huge profit. Yeah, because we made that video like, uh, was Windows Vista really that bad? And we're thinking about doing other things like that. It's like, was the Duke controller nice. really that bad? I don't think, I think the Duke controller is a bad idea because I, I yeah. think they were, what they ended up aiming for, whether they meant to or not, was a very small group of people. So, like, Bad show. The new Xbox, like Xbox 360 controllers are great. They're the best. I love Xbox 360. Okay, this looks kind of Mickey Mouse, especially if you look at the D-pad, it looks kind of mushy. It does. But, in this, really in this article, he said it felt very Xboxy. Okay. It says it feels good. I, I, Google makes okay hardware, you're using it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that worried about how, okay, I'm a little bit worried because controllers are actually relatively hard. But, yeah. knowing Google, I'm going to assume their, their material stuff will be pretty good, and I'm assuming their thumbsticks and their buttons and their D-pad and whatnot will all be pretty good. Mm -hmm. I don't suspect they're going to be the best. I don't think they're going to be terrible, though. Um, if people have been watching the channel for a long time, they've seen me pitch a controller to Linus while he hits it with a bat. <laughs> We've had some pretty negative experiences with controllers. I don't expect we'll have that here. The one thing I'm going to hate is those damn thumbsticks. Yeah, me too. I've always been into the staggered thumbsticks. It's just to me, it seems objectively more ergonomic. Like your hand wants to be like this, it doesn't want to be like that. I have I have seen people where it looks like it worked really well for them. For me, I just look like a crazy alien mm. trying to hold the damn place. Good lord. Control. What do you think about this other special button we haven't talked about? The Google Assistant button. Apparently, when you're like stuck at a part in a game, you can hold it down and be like, I need help. And we don't know what it does, but this it does like something. like the Nintendo Insider program, whatever that was called, where you could call in and get help. <laughs> like, we're, we're going back to the, like, late 80s. If I have to guess, I think it looks at, like, a time, some sort of metadata timestamp of where you are in the game and will bring up other people's streams where they're at the same spot. And then so you can just watch them. And they, can, they, they would be able to tell because they're progression data would go forward so they would know that they beat that section. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's integrated with YouTube again and the assistance. Interesting. They'd have to find interesting. It would be so funny if the most viewed clip at that part of the game was some kind of troll hilarious well, viral this is, clip. This like is a Leroy Jenkins about. kind of clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you ask for help and that you get Leroy Jenkins. God damn it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Or or like how, how do you censor Ugh because like there's 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 the the game that you could be playing, which might be M rated or something. Okay. So you have to be whatever age already. But what if you like are playing that game, but you really don't like swear words, or you really don't like oh yeah okay conversations about a specific topic, and that streamer happens to be saying something at that time, and it brings you to that stream. So what they're gonna have to find like oh wow non for mature audience streamers. Maybe they'll just use the thumbs up and down, or you can report that, and they won't use anything that got flagged. Yeah, I, I just. Know. 
with what YouTube's algorithm has been doing for the last while in terms of <laughs> flagging <years>. people <laughs> and stuff. I don't know how much I trust that, but that's huh. interesting though. It's very, I think that's kind of, it would be even cooler if they tracked how many times you used it in the game. Why? Just so that you have that like, you get a. I could. But. Oh, like a completionist am I, angle. Am I kind of a, a loser if I? Oh, do you it? definitely are. Right. It's like. It's but like it's cheese. sitting right there. Like, You've been <laughs> stuck on this boss for forty-five. minutes. You could just press the button, <laughs> and it's just like. Gah! I think it would, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be kind like of Like, you cool. get an achievement unlocked for, like, beating it with no button, no, no Google assistant. Assist. You didn't use this tech that we made. Good job. <laughs> I don't nice. expect they'd do it, but I think that'd be cool. You just hold it down and just order pizza while you're playing. <laughs> so what, there's... Send a there's, text. There's, I assume it has the power of the assistant, like, full on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's Stadia home button, I'm assuming, in the middle. Charge. Yeah, because there is a, there is a UI that you can use rather than using voice. So maybe that's what does that. It probably turns on the controller as well. Well, I, and I'm assuming oh. that brings you to like game selection and whatever else. Well, what are these other two buttons on the top then? So I'm, I'm thinking Stadia Home, Screenshot. That's the capture button. Yeah, capture, screenshot, whatever. Or start streaming, streaming. Or yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Multimedia of some thing. Oh wait, is it just streaming for sure? I, that's I, kind of funky to have a start stream button on your controller. I would assume that it's a option of okay. either a screenshot oh, yeah, yeah, or a yeah, stream. Yeah. Okay. Then Google Help, I'm assuming settings and like dot start. dot dot and then the hamburger menu thing. Yeah. Which I'm assuming are just developer programmable buttons essentially, start and select to some yeah. degree. Yeah, I guess so. And then how many shoulder buttons do you think it has? I think there are other images. You can Google image it. Like we I have no I've seen other angles, so we, we might be able to see if it has just two bumpers or if it's got triggers too. I just want to control what images come up. I think it'll be fine, but you never know. Um, uh, side. You... Oh, what about like that two. one? It looks like two. Yeah, you can tell on that. Yeah, sweet. It looks more, the paddles look more Xboxy from that There's angle. There's a big flick on the bottom of the trigger. You see that? Oh, like to like underneath your hand to hold under your finger. No, there? like the yeah, yeah, under yeah, your finger. Like yeah. This yeah. is the controller. This is my finger. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got Wi-Fi built in, hey. So when you're doing it with Chromecast, the controller itself is what's connecting to the Google servers. So I guess that's the lowest latency way to do it. I wanna I wanna pull the audience here really quick because I that the non-offset thumbsticks drive me absolutely. You wanna bonkers. see who's on your team? But I'm wondering if they made the right decision. Maybe, maybe for most boys. people it's better. Get in here. Assemble. What would you call the PlayStation style? Or should I just do Xbox style versus PlayStation style? Awesome. But I don't want aligned? it to be fanboys. Aligned. aligned? Okay. Planar? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like putting KB mod in there, but I don't want to screw the pole too much. Hmm. Uh, I wonder though, because even on the the Switch Pro controller, the buttons kind of suck. Like you're, to your point about controllers being hard. Controllers are hard. They're hard. Controllers to make. are really hard. Like the 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 lab at Microsoft, where I don't remember exactly what it's called, where they 
like bring in tons of people, take 360 degree photos of them, take exact scans of their hands, have them try controllers, do like extensive ergonomic testing on controllers and stuff. Like Microsoft is crazy about this that stuff. That tour you did when you saw like their hardware stuff yeah. the Surface yeah. stuff? It's yeah. wild. They have a whole fairly sizable and very well-funded team, as far as I can tell, team dedicated to just the ergonomics of different things that they make. That is crazy. And they still make mistakes sometimes. Wow. And like those those guys are crazy as far as I can tell. Well, um, sorry YouTube, I don't have you guys open on on this screen, so I can't share the straw poll thing to you. Hopefully, uh, someone watching will go over and post it on post it on YouTube. Yeah, imagine, it's, imagine it just comes out 50-50. We need those YouTube boats. We do. It's strawpoll.me/slash one seven six six zero seven zero one. There you go. Wow. Let's see what the current results are. I'm going to press I wonder, the results button with the stream. What do you think they're going to price that controller at? Results? Wow, it is pretty close. But Offset is winning! Yes! Five. <laughs> I wonder if that's a PC thing? It's very close, though. It is legitimately, and votes are pouring in, but it's mostly staying at where it's at. Well, they just stopped. They were, <laughs> they were pouring in. Do I need a refresh? Wow. I mean... You want to make it not a fanboy thing, but I'm pretty sure it's a fanboy thing. Probably. Like, if you raise PlayStation, that's what you're going to like. Although, mind you, I had a PS1, including the DualShock, with those thumbsticks, a few years. Then I had Xbox from then on. So I did experience both, but I, I loved the Xbox design. As soon as they came out with the controller S. Yeah. The Duke, no. When I got my <laughs> Xbox, the S was already out. Okay, yeah. It was yeah. that Christmas. Yeah. So. I, uh, I... Almost all my experiences was Nintendo, except my cousins had a PlayStation. So all my like adult console playing, not that I think Nintendo isn't, but I think you know what I mean, um, was on a PlayStation. And then we got our own Xbox, and I was immediately like, holy crap, this controller is way better. Mm. It, was, it was an immediate thing. It wasn't like, oh, I've, I'm more used to this one now. It was like, I, I knew the whole time I was playing wow. PlayStation, I didn't like that controller. And when I pick up a PlayStation one now, I'm like... Uh. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But maybe the PlayStation people feel like that when they pick up a offset. Maybe, yeah. Stick. It is quite close. I am surprised. This is this is oh, kind it's 60, of 60-40 now. This is kind of it's still pretty close. All right. This is kind of what I expected. Was offset was going to win, but not by a ton. Um, and I I wonder like did Google even bother trying to check this out or maybe they got different results from us maybe it's a problem because we are a more pc focused community why maybe it's come? a problem because uh we're probably a more western community right now especially due to the time slot of the wan show maybe this will change mm. after the vod goes up and people in different time zones see it why it's like when japan comes online <laughs> right, <laughs> but the why did, will probably change a little bit. But why did they come to that conclusion? Though it's just so weird. I don't know. Um, we it should probably do some there. some spots here. Right, that makes sense. We have to talk about something that isn't Stadia for some amount of time on the show. Uh, bump Savage Jerky Moho. Ah, their this... jerky is made with the best ingredients, without nitrates or preservatives, with the goal to create a snack that is full of flavor and spice that isn't bad for you, and it's handmade. Pretty cool. With. One of their flavors that they're trying to promote right now is Moho Premium Jerky. It is my second favorite flavor. What does Moho mean? Garlic, lime, and cilantro? Yeah. Pretty much. Mohel, yeah. Oh! That it's, a it's a very, like, kind of fresh 
citrusy kind of. I don't know. Now, are you yeah. a cilantro guy? Yes. A little bias. Are you? You're not. A, no, yes, I am. I true. am. But okay. we should acknowledge there's a certain no, percent true. of the population, Absolutely. and I wonder if they would object to this. <laughs> Do a pull. Uh, <laughs> you get cilantro. My, <laughs> my actual favorite flavor is very heavily related. It's mojo jalapeno. Uh, um, is that just hot version of this, or is it kind of a I, different flavor I'm, profile? I actually don't know the exact ingredients involved, but I think it's pretty similar plus jalapenos. Hmm. Um, but yeah. If you're not into that, they have tons of other great flavors as well. Um, so, oh, and also cumin, apparently, in that one. Oh, in here? Yeah. Right now, if you buy any three bags of mojo jerky, I think there's a few different kinds, they'll throw in another bag of mojo for free. Check it out at lmg.com slash savage mojo. What? <laughs> which is not the lower third we have right now at all, Savage but mojo. ignore this down here and go to lmg.com slash savage moho. Moho is spelled M-O-J-O. Buy three, get one. Boto. <laughs> Next up we got Madrinas. Wait, it's not Boto, it's B-T, okay. Madrinas. <laughs> Madrinas coffee. Oh, Heck yeah. oh these are Would you cold like to steal this one, week. Sir? He's good. He, he wants, doesn't want to steal he one. Wants one. I'll uh, one. He just—he was just shy. He didn't want to be on camera. Oh, uh, do I want one? Madrina, mm. you could. There's I have many different flavors. I have braces now. Oh, I don't want to derail this, but I would have to take them out too. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Madrina's coffee is coffee for fuel. Organic cold brew coffee in convenient 15 ounce cans, with a flavor for everyone. Madrina's coffee offers sweet and creamy flavors like mocha or caramel, or bold flavors like their cold brew black. We have a permanent item on their e-store, the Lambo Roast, right here. Black. Check it out. It's Linus Tech Tips inspired uh, coffee. There's also, if you don't love us as much, which is like, I'm heavily offended now, but they have other influencer related ones as well. I think they have like an insane one that's for Shroud. Oh yeah, that's And I cool. think they've got some other ones too, but you should get the Lambo Roast. I thought you were gonna talk about the roast. Oh, the roast that's of also coming. If you hate us, Watch the roast of Linus, <laughs> yeah. where we all make fun of each other, very savagely. You know, I'll say this before the thing. There's a lot of really, really, really easy things to make fun of Linus for. There's not a ton of more complicated ones. And most of the really easy things are like kind of lowbrow. Well, that, that gets to the question of how savage do you want to be. That's fair. You know, yeah. you want to talk about like, Business acumen, or like, yeah, yeah or like, yeah, yeah. how you raise your kids, or, or like, <laughs> like, yeah. If you make fun of his sandals, everyone can walk away happy. Yeah, yeah, but that's these boring. little sandals are pretty funny. It is actually pretty great. It makes it really easy to pick up. Uh, anyways, uh, head over to madrinascoffee.com/linus to receive fifty percent off your entire order. Holy crap! With offer code Linus. For only up to 72 hours, and the first 50 people to use the code will also get a free bag of micro-roast. Madrinas' codes and offers are always ridiculous. Uh, if you have any questions about the various flavors of cold brew coffee or micro-roast, Shlomo from Madrinas Coffee Head Team is in the chat. Ah. I'm ready, ready to answer any questions through direct messages. Hit him up. He's always here. Hey, Shlomo, how's your Renus? Is it mad? Oh. Good one. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 
Squarespace. Squarespace. 24-7 live chat, support, and email. Uh, only 12 bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for a year. They have responsive design so that your website looks great on any device at any time. They have commerce modules so you can sell some stuff through their store if you'd like. They have a cover page feature, so if you want to have like a one-page resume that's all nice and scrollable, you can use that. Um, it makes it... Whoa, that's from a different point. Oh, not all that information is there. Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use offer code WAN and you get 10% off your first purchase. It really is the easiest one. My cousin just started a business. I was like, just, just do that thing. I, one of my, we're not even on the sponsor spot anymore. One of my favorite things about having Squarespace as a sponsor has been almost any time one of my like random acquaintances is like, hey, can you, uh, can you make a website for me? I'm like, no. You can use this thing though. <laughs> it's actually totally cool. Nice. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I stopped totally doing cool, that when I was like 18. Our merch. Our merch. Boom. Bump it up. Our merch bump, store is starting to pop off. There's new designs coming all the time. Yeah. This is semi new. There's some really new stuff that's so new we couldn't show it right now. Yeah. But keep looking at that merch store. And oh, the Tech Link shirts. Yes. Tech Link shirts, sweet. I they like actually it. look really cool. I'm nice into just refining. a smaller yes. little logo there and a nice shirt, and that's exactly what they are. Nice and soft. It's just how stated you want it. This is, this is really awesome, but quite stated. And mm -hmm. a little logo in the corner is a little bit more subtle. You know what? Yeah, and that's what, what's coming soon. It's just like LTT logo. Heck yeah. It's pretty sweet. There you go. You know what, uh, it's a, what stands out about these? I never, never saw any, like... Let me put it this way. I came home and my wife was wearing this to bed. I was like, what are you doing? They're soft. Yes. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. She's yeah. pregnant. She's stretching it out. Take that off. But it says a lot. It says a lot that she <laughs> wants, she's wearing this stuff now. Take it, it off. It doesn't even matter what's on it. It's just a good shirt on its yeah. own merits. That's one of the reasons why, so the store is kind of our own store and, and they, there's been a huge amount of, well, Linus Media Group's own store and there's been a huge amount of effort within the team to make sure the shirts are good, to make sure the prints on the shirts are actually good quality. I got a shirt from a company that I'm not going to name uh, because I like them, but I got it at a show, and after one wash, the whole thing looked like it was actually dying. Like oh. the whole logo was disintegrating. Oh, no. Like, that sucks. That won't that's, happen to these, which is great. That's too bad. And our shipping to Europe very recently got way cheaper. Yeah, we actually cool. saw a spike, I think, when yeah, that happened. Yeah. That's cool. So just a heads up on that one, because it is a new kind of operation that the guys are working on, shipping to certain areas has been a little rough. But over time, as we're shipping more and more stuff, getting better deals, getting yeah, way better deals. It. And Europe went from like pretty brutal to actually quite cheap. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hopefully so, that continues so to out. happen. Exactly. Sweet action. Yeah. What do you want now? Five minutes on this one? Sure, let's do it. So it turns out um, competition is good, and Steam is like, oh crap, Epic Game Store exists. So Epic Game Store has an exclusive called Metro Exodus. Yeah. It sold two and a half they times sure more copies on the Epic Game Store than a comparable game, Metro Last Light, sold in the same amount of time on Steam. Two and a half times more. And uh, what this uh, proves, according to one of the Epic's, Epic guys, he said, it's really about your game, not so much about your, the store you sell it on. And I, I think that's true. Like, are people loyal to Steam? Or do they just go wherever the game is? I don't think there's a lot of fan loyalty. I'm going to actually counter this a little bit. Somewhat Great. to play devil's advocate, to just drive the conversation forward. Somewhat because I think that is a super BS statement to a certain degree. 
I think a lot of it is definitely about your game. Look at Apex Legends. There was no marketing around that before it came out, and it blew up immediately. It can be definitely about your game. But a lot of the driving around that is there was no traditional marketing for Apex Legends. What there was was huge million-dollar deals to get streamers to play it on day of launch. Okay. Um, Ninja got a million dollars for one stream, as far as I know. Wow. Shroud and a whole bunch of other streamers were also paid to play it on launch. There was a lot of new age marketing for Apex. There was actually a ton of marketing. It was just right away on launch instead of crappy trailers from way before yeah. launch. And it was a good game. And it was a really good game. So, so when the they played it, they were like, this is sick. Yeah. So marketing and the game matters. Both of those things matters. I think a huge amount of marketing for Metro Exodus, like way more than probably any version of Metro has ever had in the past, was everyone complaining about the fact that it was on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> the, the fact that Metro Exodus was an exclusive on the Epic Game Store going, hey everyone, there's this cool game that we're showing you in this article that's on the Epic Game Store, buy it here, was probably a big freaking help. Mm. I, it, it's, it was on the top of Reddit as far as I know, it was all over the place, oh my goodness, Metro Exodus is going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive. Let me ask you If this. you bought the Collector's Edition, there's a sticker on the back that covers the Steam logo and puts the Epic Game Store logo. <laughs> that tops Reddit again. Like, there was huge talk about it. Sorry, keep going. Let me ask you this. Aside from this particular example, do you personally feel like you have a loyalty to any game store or distribution platform? Or is content is king? I prefer content is king for me, for sure. It's about the game. It's a sliding scale, probably, will, right? Yes, but... I would prefer to buy something on Steam because I find notable annoyances in the other platforms. Okay. Like there's there's a number of notable annoyances with Origin, design things that I don't like about the platform. And I mean EA as well. Sure. Um, so I, I will grant that if there's if it's if a game is available on all 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 platforms, it's not usually the case, but if it is, yeah. then you're gonna have your favorite. Right, and maybe it's usability or where your friend list is or something like that. That's probably a big part of it. But more and more people are using Discord and other like agnostic things. Yeah. But um, my biggest thing is the game for sure. To give an example to tie in with what you were just talking about is Hades, a game from Supergiant Games. I'm a massive Supergiant Games fanboy. Bastion's one of my favorite games ever. Hades came out on the Epic Game Store only. I bought it immediately and had to download and install the Epic Game Store to play it. I just did it. Because I yeah, was like, yeah. they're one of my favorite game developers. I'm sure I'll love this game. I did love the game. It There's not great. a lot of friction there. No. Here's another thing that might uh, sway where you buy, get your game from. On the Epic Game Store, the developers only have to pay out 12%. to. That's how much the Epic Game Store is going to take. They're going to take 12% of the revenue. On Steam, they're taking 30%. For the first uh, $10 million in sales, after that, Valve's going to take 25%. Then further down to just 20% after $50 million in sales. 20% is still a lot more than 12%, and $50 million in sales is a lot. So, you know, you're, the developer's getting more. So if you care about that, you might go to Epic Game Store. There's also some other stuff like this, which I definitely don't know enough about. Um, but is Epic Game Store user data accessible by the Chinese government? Ooh. If I remember correctly, I could be super off here, because I didn't know we were going to go this angle um, on the stream, so don't believe what I'm saying and look into it on your own. I think Tencent has a pretty big ownership of Epic Games. Oh, yeah, well, that's a problem. Is that is that right, or is that super off? I'm really not sure. Or maybe, well, they definitely own Fortnite. 
Here's another, while you're looking that up, here's another thing that's kind of cool. While Metro Exodus runs the developer's own 4A engine, were, it, were that game powered by Epic's Unreal Engine 4, the engine licensing fees would have come out of Epic's 12% cut instead of being added on top of Steam's 30% cut. So that is a huge incentive for developers to go on that platform and use the, that. That's just a dual incentive. I think that's so cool. Use our platform for distribution and use our engine, and then you're going to save, you're going to get so much more revenue. Yeah. That's cool. That is pretty That's nuts. a really good angle for them. The 10, 10 cent thing that I just called out was true. Apparently, Tencent owns 40% of Epic Games. I, what does that mean for the law, though? It's, yeah. well, it. You know? There, that law that I'm talking about? Where, like, the like Chinese corporations have to uh, yeah, be yeah. amenable to the government in their that stuff. So, like, yeah. do they have to be a 51% owner in order for that law to apply? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It's it's a very it's, it, but but it muddies the water for a lot of people. Yeah. Anytime, big China is involved. Yeah. Things get a little bit murky. First, depending on how people are going to want to deal with things. But then you're probably talking to your friends on Discord anyway. So. So okay. Anyway, part of this article is that the Steam Store is being redesigned to look more modern. What do you think about that? Um. Often people don't like redesigns. The one thing that threw me off a little bit is, in the doc at least, it says specifically Steam library redesign. Mm -hmm. um, the Steam store, I couldn't give a care if the Steam store changes. I don't necessarily want huge changes to the Steam library, um, just because right now it's extremely efficient. There's the search bars right there, you search, why did I just get signed? A lot of really fancy interfaces are not easy to use. They become less efficient. More yeah. clicks are involved. Um, or just like there's no clear hierarchy of things. There's just big flashy tiles and you're like, like I was playing Project Cars 2 and it's just like settings is here and quick plays and they're all just like and it looks super yeah. slick but it, you're lost. Whereas the traditional like file system yeah. look yeah. is and nice. That, and Steam uses that for your library. The, yeah. the default view is just like, tiny text names for each game with no fancy indicators at all. I think it's young people, because the Epic Game Store is going to have a lot of its users coming there because of Fortnite. Fortnite, I would assume, is a pretty young user base. If this is the next generation of gamers, and if, they, if there is any kind of loyalty to the platform, then these are, you know, get them while they're young on the Epic Game Store. If, if Steam or Valve wants to attract those users to their platform, it, they're going to have to have a platform that isn't icky when you first log in. That is like, whoa, this is too too information dense, too inaccessible. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Epic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that would be... So 53% of Fortnite gamers are 10 to 20. 10 to 25. Yeah. Half of them. Uh, is there a younger... What else we got? Well, yeah, younger than 10, that's no one's. <laughs> Four percent of them are in strollers. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's an interesting kind of idea, but I could definitely see that being a thing. I just, my only thing is, when they redesign chat, I don't really think it got much better. I, I, think, <laughs> I think chat went from like, uh, what, what, what do I even say here? Like a 2002 design? Uh, okay. To like 2000 it, and late 2000 and yeah exactly <laughs> like it didn't even get into the tens necessarily oh. they went they went from like 2002 to 2000 and let's give them a nine 2009 <laughs> but like 
It's 2019 now. So you redesigned your chat and it doesn't look new. So mm. are they going to redesign their library and it's just going to potentially be less efficient, potentially, and still not look that fancy and new? Time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. I just, Steam, I don't personally have a lot of confidence in Steam redesigning things graphically because it's never been an attractive platform in my opinion. Should we look at some super chats? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe that changes. Maybe that all changes. Maybe that changes. Maybe they do a great job. I don't know. I think I don't we, know. we probably could know right now. I think there's details even in the WAN doc here. But I ain't reading that. I'm reading super chats. Luke, do you also dislike services like Netflix? I don't have a Netflix subscription. So do you, is that because you dislike it? I own Blu-rays. I'm a weird person. <laughs> You're old hat. I am very old. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of my things, one of my reasons for doing that is like one of the things I'm a super fanboy of is Star Wars. Specifically within the Star Wars universe, I am a super fanboy of the Clone Wars animated series. Mm -hmm. I bought the Clone Wars animated series on Blu-ray. And then Disney was like, hey, we're going to have our own streaming platform and we're ripping all of our stuff off of your platforms. So now my Netflix subscription is not going to have Star Wars on it anymore. Mm -hmm. But I still have it. <laughs> so that's that's my thing is like very I don't good, very good. I don't even watch shows that often. That's another thing. So like the ones I care about, I have. Okay. And now I don't have to worry about some new deal or something coming in with different streaming platforms and oh they're raising their rates or whatever. I'm like I don't care. I already own yeah. the things. And that happens every month. There's, every month there's content that leaves the Canadian Netflix and, and, and comes, back comes on. on. And I don't have to worry about it. Anymore. All right, hit me hit me with another one. It's just GeForce Now, but Google's version. Yeah, kind of. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. LTX BYOC update. Is there one sold out? Oh, I, yeah. I think I think they're yeah. sold out. What, what I, I just mentioned LTX update in general. The LTX blog has ten years of gaming PC PCs booth posted today. Ten years of gaming PCs booth. Does that have anything to do with the BYOC? Wow, though? this this oh. drawing that Linus did is straight up ten out of ten. Did Linus actually do that? I guess it was him. It wasn't Colton. I don't know. That is paint. That is straight up MS Paint. <laughs> what the heck? Look at those arrows. Timeline like, of the year. The line from the arrow doesn't <laughs> even intersect at the point. Oh my goodness. This computer is just falling off the edge. Standing desk. Don't want people sitting there all day. <laughs> Make them move along. There's no loitering. Employee with cattle lawn. prod. <laughs> bat, bat, bat. Holy that's fantastic. Cow. Oh, that's pretty cool. Ooh. StarCraft 2. So a, a physically lined up 10 different games, one year each. So you can kind of float in between them and see how like graphics and stuff have developed. That's With a conveyor cool. belt to just shift yeah, you yeah, yeah. You're not, No loitering. You got to move. Move it or lose it, sister. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, da, da, da. Luke, buy a comb. I know it looks funky today, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, you ever played RuneScape? Yes, I have. I played RuneScape when my internet was so slow that I would launch it in my browser, go downstairs, make a sandwich, and make some peach juice, bring my sandwich, my peach juice, upstairs. <laughs> the detail tells me the story is real. And <laughs> It is. And <laughs> mostly eat it before the game would launch. I played it back then. Wow. Um, and I have it on my phone now, but I played for like four minutes, and I was like, wow. That was an online game? Old. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember like seeing it around, but I never knew anyone who played it. Never, never played it. Yeah, I was pretty into it when I was like real little. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. 
Here in Montana, we have a government company uh, that, or wait, we had a company take $2 billion in government funding for uh, internet infrastructure and embezzled it. Nice. Wow. Cool. That is a... Uh... Dual shock is dual doo-doo. Heck yeah. Guys, move to your left, you're off-center. Yeah, I think we're off-center most of the stream. Oh well. Uh, have you seen any info about the Epic Store reading Steam user info files? Yeah, I heard something about that too. Uh, like, the Epic Store is kind of creepy, which which throws me off a bit. Ed is sprinting for some Ed reason. Ed is, is going to something very important. Uh, PC gaming has One seen more. a huge boom in population since 2013 when Metro Last Light came out. I don't think that's why that happened. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, Exodus has also been absolutely everywhere in PC gaming news. Sales numbers shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. Since 2013, especially because of streaming, PC gaming has exploded. There's way more people in PC gaming now than there was before. Intel has seen the first increase in like gaming PC CPU sales for desktop in a long time, fairly recently. Pretty crazy. Um, also, Metro Exodus is like one of the most talked about games this year. And and yeah, the whole the whole ecosystem has changed so much since yeah. 2013 with yeah. streaming and esports. Every aspect of it is so different now. So Epic being like, oh yeah, it's just uh, it's just about the game is a little ridiculous, especially because at least I know with Hades, I don't know if this happened with Metro Exodus, but I feel like it did. I just don't have any facts for this. I do know with Hades, the Epic Store was promoting Hades. Oh yeah. Elsewhere, and Epic bought out that exclusivity, so they're just trying to promote a game that they. I will certainly concede that 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 statistics two and a half times better. That is pretty misleading. I still think that the overall point of people care like content is king, and yeah. they're not too loyal to stores. Yes, I still yeah. think that stands. I do agree with that. Yeah, but with that, the show is over. I'll see you next week. Boom. Later, folks. That's it. I almost just tried to turn OBS off on the laptop, but that's not how that works. Woo!